Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Sports Radio 610 welcomes you back. Good morning, everybody. I'm Sean Bajani. He is John McLean, presented by Horn Solutions in for Pain and Pendergast. They'll be back with you tomorrow from 6 until 10. If you'd like to be a part of the show today, though, uh, bring it. 713-572-4610-572-4610. You can call. You can text the trailer wheel in frame text line. I've got it pulled up. It works, I promise. Uh, so we love the interaction there. Uh, we're going to do a little segment called Go Forward or Punt, McLean. Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, yearly awards in the NFL, MVP, Offensive Defensive Player of the Year, so on and so forth. I've got some names pulled up, and I know you've got them fresh in your noggin as well. Uh, let's go with cream of the crop. Let's go MVP. We'll take that one off the top. Who is it for you this year? If Jalen Hurts does not miss another game, I won't think Jalen Hurts deserves it. But if he misses two games and other top candidates don't, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Overcame the loss of uh, Tyreek Hill, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. No matter who they put in, he leads the league in yards and touchdown passes. I will go with him. But I think Jalen Hurts, if he's able to come back, I wouldn't bring him back when Gardner Minshew threw for like 355 yards and played well enough. Yeah, keep him healthy. I would not risk him Mm -hmm. because they're trying to win the Super Bowl. But uh, I'm guessing he's going to be out, and I'm going to go with Mahomes. Well, they haven't officially ruled him out. I guess I think it was Sirianni yesterday said, "Well, you know, we'll see. Uh, maybe you got to play the game a little bit if it presents itself to you like it does. He already sat out a week. You know, um, we saw the whole competitive advantage thing here for a hot second. You know, with Lovey Smith amidst that quarterback change. But I'm kind of with you. I think you have to give it to Mahomes if Hurts, you know, misses multiple games." Where do you think Joe Burrow and um, Allen fit in fit into the MVP race? Right up in there. For yeah. some reason, Josh Allen was the favorite early. They struggled, quote unquote. They're going to have home field advantage in the AFC. Joe Burrow's been on a roll, seven victories in a row, but people seem to have it: Hurts, Mahomes, and then Allen, and then Burrow. And, and the way the official all-pro team is, you have an MVP and have offensive and defensive players in the year, and you have Justin Jefferson be offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson. That's my number one. Leads in yards, 
catches, has nine 100-yard games. I didn't realize that until I was looking at some of his numbers last night. I was like, holy smokes. Justin Jefferson, I mean, who else could it possibly be for Offensive Player of the Year? Well, some voters, they take their MVP and make him Offensive Player of the Year, which is a cop-out. There's a reason you have two separate categories. It's for somebody who came up short in MVP. And you could put the other quarterbacks there, but I think Offensive Player of the Year to me is a non-quarterback. And Justin Jefferson is the best in the NFL who's not a quarterback. All right, Defensive Player of the Year. This seems like it was cinched up this past weekend in San Francisco with Nick Bosa. Do you agree? Absolutely. I, I know you mentioned Micah Parsons, weekend. though, yesterday. Yeah, that he's not deserving of it. You know, they've been trying to sell him as defensive player all year because he's with the Cowboys, because he got a lot of sacks. He got shut down against the Texans, mm-hmm. where Nick Bosa has plays for the number one defense. Teams won eight in a row. He blows away Micah Parsons in every category, and he should run away with Defensive Player of the Year because he deserves it. Yeah, and I said he cinched it up this last week, and it was more so because, I guess I meant a couple of weekends ago, because Parsons was so ineffective well, he against the Texans. Well, two sacks this past weekend, yeah. so he, he's, he's been consistent from start to finish. Bosa leads in sacks, hits, and is second in quarterback pressures this season. So you've got Mahomes MVP, Justin Jefferson Offensive Player of the Year, and Nick Bosa your defensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Certainly looking like Damian Pierce could have been that guy a handful of weeks ago. Not so much now. Who's kind of your your favorite? Is there is there a runaway for you? Um, boy, I hate to have two guys, rookies of the year, from the Jets. Garrett Wilson, receiver from Ohio State, has been terrific. No matter who plays quarterback, Kenneth Walker – who uh, came off the bench and played well for Seattle, the running back. Mm-hmm. Then he got hurt, and he came back last week. Damian Pierce was on a pace for about 1,300 yards. Yeah. And he didn't have a lot of touchdowns because they didn't get inside the five-yard line. One of his touchdowns was on a 75-yard run. But he would have gotten, I think he would have gotten a lot of votes. And uh, uh, But I think, I think Wilson's going to win it. You know, um, we'll with Mike White. With Mike White back throwing the ball so much better than Zach Wilson, I think that'll boost his candidacy. And also, unlike the Pro Bowl, which I think now the Pro Bowl is not a big deal anymore, but making it being it's not the game that's played; it's being the stature of making it being voted sure. as a starter. Used to you had to vote early. You had players, coaches, and then they let the fans vote. I'm not for fans voting for anything. But uh, they made them do it with three games left because mm-hmm. they had to write out ballots and send them in and count them. And then when they go electronic, that's ridiculous. The official AP All-Pro team is voted on after the season. Playoffs don't count, just regular season, and all 17 games are played. And that's why players know that is the one that means the most. You know, uh, NFL.com does this thing every year where they get the uh, executives to vote on the yearly awards, and that just came out yesterday. I think Tom Pelissero published the uh, results. And all of them don't participate. Yep, and uh, you mentioned Damian Pierce. You think he would have gotten some votes. Well, he got kept quite a few votes in the uh, uh, selections from the uh, executives. Uh, see, that's see, Wilson, ridiculous. Wilson, he, 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 he didn't deserve to be, get votes. Considering how much time he's missing, you got five that's, votes. Let's take it away votes for other from other guys that are 
play went the distance. Chris Alave uh, for the Saints, their receiver got six, and Wilson, kind of the runaway, um, with nine votes. You know, Wilson's had a tremendous year. He's setting franchise records up there for rookies with the New York Jets and leading, not not leading, but he's in the top ten amongst all receivers um, in yards and catches. So Changing quarterbacks. They've had three guys oh that they've played. Yeah, Flacco a little bit. White. Oh, four. I forgot about Flacco and that guy that played last week. Yeah, uh, Streveler. Yeah, the runner. <laughs> Boy, what do you think? What do you think about a duo quarterback system up there going forward with Streveler kind of used as a cockamamie, uh, Taysom Hill sort of type? Well, Flacco's now going to be the backup, and Zach Wilson will be inactive for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And he's got to have a new zip code. They he, may get like a fifth or sixth round pick from him. Yeah. This very well could happen. If Garrett Wilson gets Offensive Rookie of the Year, it seems like runaway that Sauce Gardner is going to get the Defensive Rookie of the Year honors in New York. Targeted 59 times. I thought this was an interesting stat. Targeted 59 times has allowed just three, quote-unquote, big plays. I guess those are constituted for uh, 20-plus yards, uh, 20 yards or more. Leads all DBs with the highest pro football focus grade for the position and leads the league in pass deflections with, I believe, 16 He's had a hell of a season. Yeah, I worry with guys that have pass deflections means they're throwing at his receiver. I like guys who don't have any kind of stats because they never throw at him. And he's going to win it. I think that Tariq Willen from um, Seattle is going to get some votes yeah. from that part of the country. But Sauce Gardner, he's put in a system unlike Derek Stingley to line up, cover him all over the field. He's been fantastic. Jalen Petrie got a vote among the uh, amongst the executives that participated in this. See, I'd like to see Petrie make the all-rookie team at safety. I think he will. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, it's particularly how well he's played in the last, I would say, month, John, but particularly the last three weeks. He's Since looked so, so much better uh, as a tackler. I mean, he's a thumper. Um, and, you know, they were testing him quite a bit. I think at one point, maybe through like week nine, he was giving up the most yards when thrown at amongst all safeties. So he's really tightened it up a bit over the course of the last three, four weeks. Uh, Coach of the year. Is this a runaway for you? Is it a race? What do you got? A lot of people, uh, I think Nick Sirianni of Philadelphia is going to win it. And they they were good last year, not great. The way their offense is balanced. It's interesting. He doesn't call the plays. Shane Steckin, their offensive coordinator, actually calls plays, which is rare for a former offensive coordinator who becomes a head coach. But he's done a tremendous job. They got balance. Allie Roseman gave him a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. He's done a lot with it. And uh, tell you what, Kyle Shanahan playing three quarterbacks. There you go. There you go. Eight wins in a row. And they've had other injuries. Like Debo Samuel's been out. He's supposed to come back for the playoffs. Shanahan controls all personnel, which means he made that trade for Christian McCaffrey. And they've been able to overcome some injuries on both sides of the ball. And Brock Purdy is unbeaten as a rookie starter, seventh-round pick. It's incredible. The last player drafted. I think Kyle, I think it'll be... A two-player race. At one point, I thought Pete Carroll would get a lot because of what he's done for Geno Smith and the Seahawks, but they've faded. And uh, the hottest teams right now are San Francisco and Cincinnati with eight and seven victories in a row. But I think it's going to be West Coast versus East Coast, East versus West, 
And I know Kyle, I'd love to see him get it. But and the Eagles have not had the hardships that they've had, so maybe Kyle will sneak in there. But I think that uh, Sirianni will get a lot of votes from the East. It kind of sucks. I mean, Shanahan's going to get some votes, as he should, but it kind of sucks that you have to have you know these awards at this point in time because it's incomplete. Like, let's see what happens with the Eagles the last couple of weeks without well, Hurts and yeah. Sirianni, the job that he does. But Purdy's still going to be the quarterback. Yeah, but and... these votes are done after the season. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So all the, all, the pro, all the official AP All-Pro team is done after the season, unlike the Pro Bowl where they do it with multiple games left, which is preposterous. But I hope it's Shanahan, but I'm guessing it's going to be Sirianni. Executive of the year. Allie Roseman of the Eagles. Not just because he made the trade for A.J. Brown, signed him to a contract for $25 million a year, but his draft picks, other veterans that he signed to bring in to solidify weak positions. I think that uh, Howie Roseman deserves it. You know, some people will say a general manager who doesn't have final say on personnel. Like Andy Reid always talks about his general manager, Brett Veach. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything Andy done well done. Sean Payton ran his show. Kyle Shanahan has it in his contract. He has final say on personnel, so they may not handle the negotiations. But uh, give me a good old-fashioned general manager who works with his coach and Howie Roseman has done a tremendous job. You know, some people might say the Giants, Joe Shane, his first year, or Brian Dable as a coach uh, of the year candidate, and he'll get some votes. But to me, you, there's nobody better than Sirianni and Kyle Shanahan based on what we've seen. Yeah, what do, what do you think about John Schneider, the job that he's done in Seattle? I mean, he pulled off the Russell Wilson trade, the picks Pete that he Carroll got from has them. all the say there, so he wouldn't deserve it. Now, when they do it, those guys will get votes. But if you don't have final say, I'm yeah. not voting for you. Yeah, I want the guy that has final say. That's like maybe the executive of the year. There were years it should have been Bill Belichick because he's running the whole show, making every decision. Yeah, yeah. And he never got executive of the year. People want a clear-cut GM. And I think Roseman will run away with it. All right, final award. Comeback player of the year. Now, the, the the criteria here is you broke it down to me. Kind of like whatever you want. You don't have to be There's coming no back from injury. criteria on the official AP All-Pro team. And that's why sometimes the, we voted for guys that started for a season but were much better than next year. Mm-hmm. My vote's Geno Smith. Geno Smith has played really well, voted to the Pro Bowl, and that meant that he was one of the three best quarterbacks in the AFC, according to the coaches, players, and fans. And I'm, I'm astonished. I thought Pete Carroll and John Schneider had lost their mind when they traded Russell Wilson and stuck with Geno Smith instead of going and getting another veteran or drafting somebody, and he's made them look good. And I think Geno Smith ought to run away with it. We think about Derrick Henry as a, a possibility to get some votes. Well, I mean, he played half the year, and he rushed for almost a thousand yards when he played. He came back in the playoffs. If I'm voting for an injured player, I want him to be out for like at least three quarters of the year. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure there's guys out there who are candidates, but I've been focusing on on Geno since early in the season when he played well. Kept thinking, well, it ain't gonna last, and it's lasted. So your MVP, Mahomes, Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson, Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, Offensive Rookie of the Year, 
you went Garrett Wilson, right? I went Garrett Wilson. Uh, yes. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Sauce Gardner, Coach Nick Sirianni, Executive Howie Roseman, and Comeback Player Geno Smith. That's John McLean's Player of the Year awards. And uh, I can't really punt on anything you said, to be honest with you. If I had, Sean, <laughs> really if I had, you're spot on. Had one that I thought was borderline, it would be Shanahan with his with everything he's done with the injuries and taking a quarterback. You know, what would the Eagles yeah. be if Nick Sirianni had to take a guy behind Gardner Minshew and try to win with him? Ooh, man. Yeah. And who's behind him? Do they have one? I think I won. I just don't know who it is. <laughs> Somebody was the backup. Uh, because I don't think when you're talking oh, yeah, about Jalen Hurts with his right shoulder, you can't put a guy out there considering it's his throwing shoulder. But I like looking at guys like that in those situations, like Trace McSorley in New York. Like I hadn't heard that name, and I can't tell you how long. And it was like, wow, okay. And he gets a little shot, and dude's got a little arm. Sure couldn't hit the broadside of a barn much of the night, but it was kind of fun to watch him. He could not feel bad for teams having to use – Third-string quarterbacks, and that's why I felt terrible for Shanahan to lose Garoppolo, Garoppolo after Lance. And I'm thinking, okay, somebody who's going to win that division? <laughs> Fortunately for them, the Rams are awful. Seahawks aren't good enough, and Arizona's awful. He's John McClain, brought to you by Horn Solutions. Sean Bajanian for Payne and Pendergast. Hour number two coming up next. Could Jim Crane be on the verge of making a big mistake? We'll talk about it next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 